Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Started it. Just started it. That a boy. I loaded you up. Um, we right now are in a meat coma. Yeah. Thanks to uh, a birthday present uh, of an outback. Okay, who gave it to you? My dad and uh, oh, stepmother. Thanks, dad and stepmother. It was. Well, thank at, you for bringing me. We're actually going to be here in like a month. <laughs> Which I already told my dad we need to talk about some ground rules. Um, and. It's not going to be like staying at a hotel. You know, they don't realize that. Yet. What do you mean? Well, I don't have any coffee. Oh, they're going to stay at the at the apartment. Yeah. Oh. I don't you have live, any. You I live around the court. You live down like the street from some hotels. I know, but the, we're gonna. They want to say, "Hey, it's expensive to stay at a." Hotel. I understand. Hey, I'm more than happy to have them here. I just wanted to let them know that there's going to be some rules. So you're going to start every sentence by saying, "Hey." Maybe. Hey. I'm going to be like... Uh, the Lumineers? Hey. Um, when I was unemployed, I watched a bunch of uh, like catfish episodes because they were just on all of them. I just have them on in the background. Mm-hmm. And every time they answer the fucking like, the video chat, they're like, <laughs> Like, I hate this part. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I've been thinking about going, um, cutting the cord in my cable going to to like an internet Just thing everybody's doing yeah and um i was like okay no i gotta make sure i can get my sports live like this you know i've been talking to people and then my second question to everyone is do i get mtv still and then like people are just like are you is that a joke yeah like what's wrong with you i need it to watch Lindsay lohan beach club and the challenge and the challenge um i do like that the challenge uh right now is sticking to the format of that there's a challenge and an elimination on each episode. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Yep, I, I get you. I like the... We do miss a lot of the... We talked about this off the air, but a lot of the in-house fighting and the, them going out and partying stuff that, like, like fuels all the drama. Well, it's... You know, the prizes have gotten so big that you don't want to mess up anymore. So... Yeah. That stuff isn't as interesting. They made... They made it too, like, the money too much. Um, uh, unless you're somebody who's really dying to be just a... Um, and I like that they... It's like a shortened season because there's no Redemption House and... Right. Other stuff. That last season went on forever. Yeah. Well, it was like the 30th anniversary. I was okay with it, but yeah. it just went on forever. Um, so, there's the new uh, Real World now. That's coming out. On Facebook. Right, but and you can vote on who you want the cast members to be. Oh. 
But who gets... There's a couple things that I'm like... That are coming out that I want to see that I don't want to pay for. Which is, one is that. So you have to pay for it? Facebook, I think so. Okay. Extra. I don't know. Um, and uh, the Twilight Zone. Like, is on, like, CBS Access or some shit. Oh, it's not going to be on regular TV? No, it's on their pay... Their pay service. Hey, I got a question. So, we were talking about um, Twilight Zone last last week, and we, you know, we both like um, Broken Mirror. Did you see the YouTube series that's kind of like all that stuff? It's like a future... Like, it's, it's bad. I mean... I forget what it's called. I have to look it up. But it was like, if you like the Twilight Zone and you like Broken Mirror, this is the next thing for you. Black Mirror. Or Black Mirror. You're like, this is the next thing for you. And I and I watched it and it's not... It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, I just watched the, the pilot episode where three guys go to a bar together. Sounds great. Yeah, I know. And the one guy orders like a beer, and they're like, "Wait, what is that? Why? Why are you just drinking a bottle of beer? How come you're not having this?" I really am curious to see this new Twilight Zone, but I don't know how we're going to watch it. I didn't know I, that. I don't want to pay this fucking fee for this CBS shit. Um. Well, what about um, the new Karate I mean, Kid? I guess. Yeah, you're right. We're going to have to pay for that too. Um. Maybe Hulu will have it. Like, who will, like, since I'm paying for Hulu, will I have it on there? Maybe. Um, we'll see. It's coming out April 1st, so it's coming up. What? Which one? Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. There's April 1st. They're, like, putting uh, us and uh, Jordan Peele's just releasing movie and TV show back to back. And they're both supposed to be really good. Um, the name of the show is Weird City. Mm. It's got like Michael Sarah in it. Um, he was not in the episode I watched, but all right. So, yeah. uh, what's going on? Any uh, notes you got? I got some notes. Um, first of all, let's pour one out for OBJ. Yeah. It's going to be hard to see Odell Beckham Jr. in a different jersey. I mean, you spent a whole, what, three seasons with him in a Giants jersey? Yeah, but he's such a... Yeah, but he's like an amazing like player to watch. Yeah, no, I get it. But it's not like... It's not like he's like... like if I'm going to miss him. Like, if he goes to the Hall of Fame, he won't like... He wouldn't go in as a Giant. No. Because he wouldn't have been there long enough. No. Um, like we were talking about this earlier. I think it's a headache gone for you. Trust me, as a guy whose favorite team dropped a, a headache wide receiver, and you're like, God, I don't want that guy to go. It was like a really good thing for them. And I don't think I said this. Uh, I don't think what they got in return was horrible. You're not. Right. Gonna, you're never going to get like something even. Right. But. Uh, they got a really good safety and like two draft picks, or yeah. So I don't know. Yep. I felt uh, that they did all right, and then they made a couple signings uh, that I was happy about. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They had to keep Eli though. Um. Yeah, and then he became the most expensive player in all of football 
uh, like a couple days later. That's a good look for the Giants. <laughs> he's yeah, but come on, he's only there. This is his last year. Let him have what it what it is. Um, so there's that. Uh, also in football, as I just told you, Johnny Manziel is coming back to America to play at the AAF. Great. And I'm sure he's going to be like, like not even start like after like the second game. Guy's terrible. Um, and then the Tannehill trade we were talking about. Just, yeah, you said it's a good good deal for the Titans. Yeah, because uh, he's supposed to make seven million next year, but the trade one of the trade clauses that the Miami Dolphins are paying five million of it. So um, there you go. The uh, also after you said or before you said goodbye to OBJ, you had to say goodbye to Pete Holmes and crashing. What did you think of the final episode? Um, I thought the stand-up part was funny. The whole uh, setup and then the uh, takedown of John Mulaney. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty. Cool. I, th- I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was a really yeah. good way to go out. I, I actually was very impressed because I was, you know, giving it a hard time last week, and and uh, as I was watching, I was like, no, you know what, this that is pretty good. It was pretty good. I'm just curious to see what he does next, Pete Holmes. I'm guessing can, he'll make a movie. Can he do anything very different from this? Like no, you know, he could be in a Judd Apatow movie. <laughs> you know, yeah, or uh, something like that. Um, but what else? Uh, we talked a little bit about the teacher scandal. Um, pretty interesting stuff. My yeah, here's my biggest takes. Like, how can Lori Laughlin afford five hundred thousand? Because it's because her husband is her husband started a clothing line. You don't know who her husband is. Either way, Massimo. It's a lot of money. And then he and then he was. That they started going under, and he made a deal with Target, so it became like a Target brand. Five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money when you could just uh, like my big thing is for these two instances, there are a lot more families involved, but for Felicity Hoffman and Lori Laughman, all they had to do is put a donation to the school, and their kid could have gone into school, which was a lot less than they paid this guy to to like do this whole ruse of. Uh, you know, doing Photoshop and creating fake uh, profiles and like stuff like that. Um, I am interested to see this documentary when it comes out to see everything that happened behind the scenes and how yeah. it all played out. Um, I just love I love the Photoshop of the kid of kids playing sports like. Yeah. They're really bad photoshops. Like, I just think that's so great. It's just so funny. But, uh... Hey, it was good enough to pass the test. Yeah. Um, um... I'm sure a lot more information's gonna come out. Uh... Well, you know... Uh, they, like... Supposedly the FBI, like, backed into this thing. They were investigating something totally different. Right, right. And then, uh... One lead for uh, the investigation that they were doing led them to the guy who was the mastermind. And then they, they started realizing that he was doing all this other shit and they started following him for a year. Well, and then you think about what he was doing where he was writing it off as like a charity too. Yeah. Like, I mean, like we were saying, the guy's a smart guy. Smart. Guy knows how to pull a nice, 
I mean, obviously he got busted, but he had a thing going. <laughs> it was funny. I was at I was at my doctor. Uh, my I have an ear, nose, and throat doctor, and I went to see her, and I was going to crack a joke about it. And then I was like, "Doctor in Santa Monica, she could easily be somebody in this scandal. I should probably keep that joke to myself." <laughs> and I was talking to my friend last night who went and had he got his morning coffee, and he goes to the same place as a as another celebrity. Um, and they go there and they have the same name. So anytime that one orders, it's always like, ha, that's the joke. And he, you're struggling from this outback. I know. He said, um, why? How can you tell? You're just like kind of burping and like hunched over. (laughs) He said, um, like he said to the guy, he's like, I got to ask, did you know, cause his kid just went to college and he's like, did he's like, no, no, no. She got him for real. Like, um, what's going on with your ear, nose and throat? Oh, I had, um, <laughs> don't want to get into it. Uh, I've been sick. I was sick for a long time. So you need, need to get some things cleared out. Well, apparently I'm very healthy. She said I'm a healthy boy now. So, okay. um, she, that was before Outback though. I think if she, I think if anyone was going to look at me right now, my vitals would not check out very yeah. long. The salt content in my body is uh, pretty high right now. <laughs> um, no, the big question I had to ask you in my last note is, um, and you know, we've been getting somewhat political lately and I don't want to make it too political, but do you, do you think that the Democrats hate Jews? Uh, in what reference? Well, it's what Trump said. Oh yeah. You know, Trump came out and said that the Democrats are anti-Jew. He's like, he's like Jews love them. Jews love me. Yeah. That's what he said. He, um, He's amazing because, you know, this whole thing that just happened in New Zealand, this awful thing. Yeah, and, like, of course they come out and they say, oh, he was a Trump supporter. Well, he was. I mean, he cited him. I know. I'm just saying, like, but, but wait, but it what always I, comes out. Like, yeah. that somebody's like, but what I want to say is, bad in the world happens. So like, they try to find something in their articles that uh, say Trump. Yeah. Well, one of the things that makes him so great is he comes out and he says, like, a, he tweets... Hey, you know, like, we're really, our, our hearts are with the people, you know, like a pretty decent, you know. And then his next tweet is, uh, like, Jews are leaving the Democratic par- like Party in record numbers because the Democrats hate you. And it's like, did you not read the statement you just made? Just about- let it... Just let it uh- <laughs> Like this, permeate for a little bit. The statement you just made was about how, like, we should be inclusive. And the next statement you say is, like, this. Anyway. So I just was, I was wondering, like, I just saw, I don't know, like, that that this is all happening. And I wanted to get a Jewish person's perspective. You don't care. No. It's, it's not true. Um, it's just, I can't well, Were you offended by what that woman said about not, like... The one from Minnesota who's like, "Hey, we take a bunch of money from Israel, so they're basically like." I didn't. I don't. I didn't hear. So this. that's where this is all coming from. Okay. She she's um, I think she's from. I want to say she's from Somalia. She's from somewhere, um, and she came here as a young girl, and now she's a U.S. senator or U.S. Uh, re- uh, representative from Minnesota. She wears a hijab. Don't know. You don't know her. No, I know who she is. Yes. Yeah, I, and she said she was on uh, some of those. She just got in trouble because she said that you know if we're going to treat the NRA like 
so when we're taking money from why don't we treat Israel that way or why don't we let Israel get away with it and people were like she's anti-Israel because she's you know Muslim Muslim and all you know and then it's it's been a whole big mess and then you know the Republicans get a hold of it and they make it into a bigger deal because it's smart because look at this shiny object right here while we go do all these things that are screwy um, so I just was wondering I guess you didn't do the research on yeah, it yeah I didn't so. do the research on that okay Oh, that's good. The only, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear that. Um, the only note I have is that Sam Smith came out today and said he's non-binary. He's a, he's a shim. Oh, all right. That's great. After stealing a Tom Petty, uh, riff, he, uh, he came out as non-binary. Said he was reading what non-binary is and he goes, hmm, that's me. <laughs> What book is that? I don't know. Or do you think it's a magazine article? Like, what's Sam Smith reading that he figures out his sexuality during? Uh, I will... Sorry, I'm not uh, buying it. It's okay. But, I mean, I just I like to speculate on, on what, what, would it, what it would be that would turn him around. He told the girl from... Uh, I guess he's friends with... Uh, the girl from The Good Place, the Indian girl. Okay. Uh, that he, like, I guess he was reading something. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah. He just came out as non-binary. So Con- congratulations. That I don't know where he found it, but he said he was reading it, and then all of a sudden he's like, that's me. And that's it. That was the end of I like your Sam Smith impersonation now. It's good. You're just giving two words. You got a high pitch to it. There's no accent necessary. Stay with me. That's the song. Yeah. All right. And they so, said it was like, don't back down, right? Yeah. Or won't back down. Um, great. What are we talking about? Uh, so we were going to talk about the big premiere this week of Triple Frontier. And then we we're going to talk some basketball. And I was kind of hoping all those notes that we were talking about in the beginning would be our third subject. I guess we could talk about St. Patrick's Day. It's tomorrow. Very short uh, conversation about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I think we did this not, last not, year. Yeah, not very. I don't like it. I don't want to drink a green beer. I don't want. I don't own any green. All right, so we'll start off with the St. Patrick's Day. And I don't like when people just have a reason to just go out and get fucked up. Why? I don't know. What's your problem with that? I don't know. Are you like the fun police? No. I am okay with people just going out, but I don't want to be like, oh shit, it's March 17th. Time to get fucked up. <laughs> uh, so you don't have any plans? Uh, not as of right now. No. Yeah. Okay. What about you? No. Nah. I don't know yet. I'm probably going to watch the selection show. Yes. Um, do you... So, I don't know. So you don't like get into it. Like you... You know, you wrote a script recently about Irish people where everything is Irish. So, kind of figured this would be your kind of day. There you go. (laughs) Um, Right. So, let's get into um, what you want to do. All right. Let's talk about this uh, premiere, as you call it. Okay. Why does this not come out in the theater? That's my first question. So, Triple Frontier is a movie by this director who I actually like his movies. 
uh, I know you had a problem with uh, Most Violent Year. No, I liked the Most Violent Year. But I, I really liked Margin Call. I liked All Is Lost. And I liked the Most Violent Year. Those were his Wait, three I liked the Most Violent Year. I don't know the other ones. You said you hated it. No, I don't remember You that. told me you hated it. I did not hate the Most Violent Year. I don't know. All I know is I was like, I really like it. And you said, I can't. I don't know why. When, when that Wait, that's the one where he's like... The gangster. Oscar Viggo Martinson. No. I, oh. And uh, Jessica Chastain. Yes. I did not like that movie. You're right. That's like, not I a like good movie. movie. Oh, it's like a horrible Al Pacino impersonation. I don't know. I like that movie. Like it was that. like at that had like no style. It was. I mean, it did. It had like that set. Oh, my God. That movie was terrible. I liked it. Um, and I liked All's Lost, which was the movie with uh, Robert Redford and the he got like, he gets shipwrecked. I did a Q&A with those two also afterwards. I never saw that. I did a Q&A with, with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. And boy, do they like, they like themselves a lot. They really do. They really, they really, they think that they're, they're I'm important. all in on uh, they're important. both of these actors, except for maybe this movie. But, uh, um, but Margin Call I liked, which was the uh, movie with, uh, can we say his name? Yeah. Um, it's Kevin Spacey. Oh. Um, all right, so Triple Frontier. Why is this movie called Triple Frontier? Because they go through a bunch of terrains. Okay. Um, um, it's so about... It's ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, and Oscar Isaac. And who else? And... Um, those are the three, man. Pedro Pascal, who I really like, that guy. Garrett Hudlin. So who is Garrett Hudlin? He played the... I want to say he played uh, in that um, Beatles movie. Um, well, I mean, if that's the thing that you're known for, it's, it's trouble. Says he was in Tron. Oh, that's right. He's the main guy in Tron. He was in Mudbound. Yeah, that's right. I never saw that, though. Did you ever see Mudbound? No, I yeah. want to, though. Oh, well, it's, it's been out for a while. I know. It's, I, haven't, I haven't gotten What was Country it. Strong? That's the movie. It's a, about singers. Well, that's the one with like, Meryl Streep. He's like a country singer or something? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, God. She's a singer. Okay. That's Remember when Gwyneth Paltrow went on that, like, she was singing on everything? On every award show, and like yeah. she, she went she to the country music awards. Yeah, and she can't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, he's Billy Lynn's long halftime walk guy. No. Oh, he's not Billy Lynn. He's uh, in it, so he doesn't really. I thought he was the guy from uh, from the Beatles movie. Um, no, that's like across the universe. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought he was. I thought he was the guy from. Uh, at first, I thought he was the guy from uh, Logan. Oh, the bad guy in Logan. Uh, but, yeah. but I was no. Anyway, um, okay. So let's go through it. So these five guys, they all get together. They're old army pals. Well, first of all, Oscar Isaac plays a Mexican guy. Yeah, he's like. A hey, fe- that's okay. He's, he's got a federale. He, where he's like he he's fe- like Mexican intelligence or something. Yeah, but but like. Oscar Isaac could play that. Like he, so he's like he's in like the private sector, like doing some. He's ethnically ambiguous, as they would say. Right. You don't think so? 
I don't know. I felt like he's not Mexican, and we didn't hear anyone from any of the Spanish-speaking people uh, saying anything like they would against Scarlett Johansson for playing someone that's supposed to be Asian. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so he is in down in Mexico, and he's up against this cartel guy, and finds out that this guy's got like seventy-five million dollars um, laying in his house. And decides he's going to go get his old army buddies and come back and rob the guy. Right. Basically, that's the story. And kill him. He's the, yeah. only, the only death that needs to happen is this guy. And he's a bad guy, so he deserves it. Yeah. And his girlfriend will be free. And So he comes back to America and gets his good buddy uh, from uh, Charlie Hunnam. Yep. And Charlie Hunnam's like, you get Ben Affleck? I'm in. So Ben Affleck is... A real estater. That's by far the best part of this movie, if you ask me. It was Ben Affleck not being able to sell a house. That was my favorite part of this whole movie. Just him walking around and not caring. Yeah, well, him walking through the house and being like... Got a great view. Yeah, and it's just like so... And he's he's like in horrible shape for Ben Affleck. And then he like gets in the car and chugs a beer and then pulls into like another grocery store to get another beer or gas station to pick up another beer. (laughs) <laughs> he was so psyched too when they go to get um, um I got a lot of problems with Ben Affleck's character in this Okay. Movie. Well when they go to when they go to get Charlie Hunnam's brother, who's played by Garrett Hudland, who's the Boxer. Boxer and they go or the MMA fighter and they go and Affleck comes like double fisted with beers. He's like, That's the most natural I've ever seen Ben Affleck act in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um So they get him and they're like, Alright, let's do this. We gotta just all you have to do is come to Mexico and, uh, you know, give us – we'll scout it out. And you, if you think it's easy and you want to do it, then we'll do it. If not, you just go on our ways. And then they go down there and get into some shit. Okay. So the way that these, they're selling these characters now, right? So we're getting to meet everybody. The way they're selling these characters, they're selling Ben Affleck as like a natural leader guy. Like, he's the guy they have to check in with. Like, he's the smart guy. Yeah. And this is clearly not who he is the in- entire movie. His character was such, like, poorly written. Uh, like, I had such a huge problem with, like... Okay. He's so he's only, like, he was the most interesting guy. Well, he me. starts, like... He's like a mess. Like, he's all, like, down. Like, he's got marital problems and all this stuff. He, li- he lives in his wife's garage. Then all the... Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, no, he doesn't live in this. I thought he lived in his wife's garage. No, he, like, the only room in the house that he's allowed to go in is in the garage. Oh, okay. So he goes through the garage to knock on the door to get his his daughter. Okay. Um, so he's kind of a mess, um, but he's also, like, a leader. And then throughout the story, he, like, just abandoned, like, just, they don't, it's like the writers didn't know what they wanted to do with him. All of a sudden, he's like... His, his character completely changes, and he's like, "Shit, we got more money." Yeah. Like, if you're this natural born leader, like, let's say Heat, like fucking uh, Robert De Niro from Heat, he was basically that character, right? Yeah. So he was like planning the whole thing. This is what we need to do. Two guys here. Yeah. And he's timing everything out, blah blah. blah. And Robert De Niro's like, "Dude, we're not out in whatever, whatever we the minutes are. We yeah. walk." And Ben Affleck was like, "They're gonna start opening up all the walls when." He's getting the money. He's just like, let's go, let's go. Like, he's like, 
we got five more minutes. And he's, he, just, yeah, he's, he's like, just abandoning I timed. I timed an extra 15 minutes uh, to be safe. If it was him and he knew like what terrain they had to... Well, I know they were just planning on flying. But just to get all the logistics of getting that many bags out of the house. Like, he should know that they needed to cut their losses. They already have a shit ton of money. Right. Like, he's like, dude, how are we going to get all the... Get all this to the, like, boat. Uh, but if he doesn't do this, then there's no interesting parts of the movie. So it's good that he, you know, like, that's why we have a movie, because... But then Oscar Isaac's character changes, and he's, like, he's fine with, like, killing anyone. And then halfway through the movie, he's, like, doesn't want to kill anybody. Um, I... He's like, you're right. I shouldn't kill a teenager. It's also the most quotable line of the entire movie is in that scene when he's, like... You used to know a hard out, or you used to stick to a hard out. Yeah. Charlie on him, yelling at him? Yeah. I love Charlie on him, by the way. Do you? I'm a big fan. Well, he's kind of wasted in this movie. Yeah. And you would think he's like the second guy that gets into the, like, team, and he doesn't really do much. I mean, he's kind of like the muscle. Well, he's also the only one, like... He gets shot. Yeah, he gets... <laughs> Dude, right he, he gets shot, and then he falls out of a helicopter, and he's like, okay. Um, but he's also like... That helicopter crash was pretty cool, though. They good. had a lot of uh, like good... It was shot really well. Yeah, and, and that scene and with the... Visually, it was nice. When they meet, meet the other townspeople, it's like... That's a good scene. I mean, it sucks what happens, but it's a good yeah. scene. He's... Um, Which I did not see that one thing happening. That was a crazy uh, twist or surprise. Um, I guess we could go into spoilers with this thing, right? Well, let's not let's not say that part. But yeah, that scene there was a lot of tension when they crash landed into that poppies, yeah, the, the cocaine field. So um, the other great scene happens soon after that when they have the mule, the donkeys. So this is the scene, like to me, that like. Defines the whole, like, well, that, yeah, kind of defines the whole movie. Like, the whole, you want to talk about a bunch of disjointed characters talking about something. They're walking with all their money with attached to donkeys <laughs> on a cliff. And it's like a really narrow yeah. pathway. It's and a- one of the donkeys just falls. Yeah. Uh, steps, like, it collapses underneath him. He falls and dies. And along with him goes, like, $2 million. And one of the guys starts laughing. And they're like, what? And then Oscar Isaac's like, why are you laughing? It's a, it's a living animal that just died. And then Ben Affleck's like, fuck the animal, it's $2 million. Yeah, who fucking cares about the animal? <laughs> um, that, that's, that's kind of a great summary yeah. of this whole movie. Um, so they have to basically, now that they took more money than they were supposed to take, the weight for the helicopter is too much. And so they end up crashing, and then the whole movie is them trying to get to the water. So, what from you, where they're at? I was kind of like, okay, I, I saw someone on the Ringer wrote this. They said that their biggest disappointment with the movie was that the heist takes place in the first like half hour, and then there, it goes from being a heist movie into being like a surviving movie. I didn't have a problem. No, okay. I'm, I understand. Like, I wanted to, I wanted more about the heist. By the way, how bad are the bad guys in the heist? In terms of... 
Like they're the they worst just run right henchmen. in. Yeah, they just the one guy's watching soccer. The rest of them run in, like just like with no like caution. They're just like I'm in. And something else that bothered me during that was they did have some cool like like how they like uh, secured the building, how they were going like crossing each other. Right, like the way they designed that, um, I thought that was pretty cool. Well, I like when you they said, were covering each other's asses. Yeah, call out your kills, and then they just stopped doing it after they killed the third guy. I don't know why they stopped calling out their kills. <laughs> um, that really bothered me for some reason. Um, but yeah, uh, so anyway, um, I guess we don't talk about who makes it and who doesn't because you don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Were you surprised with who made it and who didn't? Yes, I was, and. I, I really liked the scene where they were getting chased with the uh, Jeeps. And, like, now Oscar Isaac, from the whole time, he was, like, kill, in the beginning, he's just killing anyone he wants to. And now, like, he's not, like, he's like, I can't kill yeah. these teenagers. <laughs> so he's shooting tires. Like, if these guys are firing at you, like, you just start taking them out. I'm sorry. It's either you or them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, I, yeah. It was a good chasing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This, this movie's nonsense, but yeah. yeah. It's it's just, it's not very good. No. Um, but it was a, I, it reminded me of a challenge episode. Oh, yeah? Why is How that? How they were like, like, did the whole pulley system and like getting the bags, uh, like the amount of bags from what, I mean, they must have been exhausted. Just the the kind of, like, train that they set up where they would, like, throw all the bags. And then they would probably move down and do it again. Um, I don't know. Seems like you should just take what you can carry and go at that point. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you know that there's probably people, like, that are hunting you down. Um, but, I don't know. I could see why this movie wasn't in the theater. Okay. But I'm well, asking you, why did, Why wasn't this movie? Because I, I, I don't think... I don't... I don't think it would have made a lot of money. Like, I don't think that cast is bankable. And I'm really curious. Is my All I could think of the whole time I'm watching it is who turned it down. Like, like I said to you earlier, like... I I don't know at what point Jeremy Renner must have turned the script down, but the fact that he wasn't one of the like, the blonde guys is crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure this script found its way to like Peter Berg and Mark Marky Mark's desk at some point. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think that that's probably reason number one. I just don't think this would have made any money. I definitely think Ben Affleck came on late. You think so? I think Oscar Isaac. Uh, and Charlie Hunnam were probably the first people that signed on. Um, okay. I can go for that. But he's the biggest name of this, right? By far? And Affleck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of... I, <laughs> I know you don't like his character, but I liked... He was the most compelling thing about the entire movie, if you ask me. Um... I just don't think they knew what they wanted to do with it. Like, his character changed so many times in that movie. Like, it was kind of like, it reminded me of, I know this is like totally like in the opposite direction, but Anna Kendrick and 
Pitch Perfect, how they wanted to make her like a goth girl. But I, I've actually never seen Pitch Perfect. Well, they wanted to make her like gothy, but I'm sure there was like points through the pre-production where they're like, dude, she can't be that gothy. So they like stripped her down and made her more emo, but then also like kept her normal. Like it didn't make any sense. Like they were trying to make her this one thing, but keep the way she looked. And that's kind of how I felt Ben Affleck's character was. Uh, like you start him out just the way they started him out and then where he ended up. Like I just felt it was very confusing. Yeah. Um, do you do you get the feeling that everybody in this movie is stupid? Like, that's yeah. one of the things when you're watching a movie like this, you, you're, if you're going to watch a heist movie, you want to be, like, rooting for, like, all these smart guys. And everyone in here just seems really stupid. Well, that's the thing. It's like, this movie tried to play the whole thing like that money, like, changes everything about you. But these guys were such, like, disciplined soldiers. And they knew, like, kind of, like, what the plan was. Like... And they knew they were going to get away with money regardless. Like, it just seemed like they, yeah, it just, it didn't make any sense. Like, they just turned into like, like, we have to get as much money as possible. When really, like, their whole thing was just to be in and out before the guy got home from church. The family got home from church. Get as much freaking money as possible uh, and then get back. But then, also, there was this one scene when the girl who was the informant, and Ben Affleck's like, she's lying. And you're like, oh, this is going to come back at the end. Like, yeah. Someone's going to no, show up. No, you're right. Someone's going to show up after the movie's over at Oscar Isaac's house and, like, just shoot him. Or something. And then there was another, like, bit about, uh... There was just a couple things that, like, you were just like, oh, this is going to go somewhere. And I can't remember what the other one was. But, yeah, that girl... Like, that never came back. Um, yeah, that was surprising that she, yeah. But I do like when he was like, you know what we should have done? So, he Ben Affleck was okay at killing the wife and the and the brother, but not the teenagers that had, they were going to shoot him. Um, I don't know. It was just all over the place. Yeah. Um, it wasn't my favorite. No, but how, how much did you like... The use of Metallica. I did like the I like the Bob Dylan song choice. Yeah, Mas- yeah. Um, what was it? Masters of War. Yeah, Masters of War. Yeah, that was uh, a good. Uh, see, I liked I liked that they opened with "For Whom the Bell Tolls." I yeah. thought that was really good. There was some good uh, good soundtrack because those guys would totally listen to that. Like that's totally who they are. They're these meathead yeah. Metallica guys who are really good at war shit. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, I mean, I, I kind of expected you to like this more than you did. No, I, I didn't like it. It was long, too. It was a little long. Yeah, we could have done with, like, it, it could have been double um, Frontier. I think we would have been just fine. I Definitely, they were setting this, this informant up to have some sort of comeback at the end. That never happened. Like, she was like, oh, once I park this new truck and everyone's going to know who I am. And apparently, um, there was no concept of time, too, between when they, because he got, like, 
like passports and like trip like plane tickets and all this shit in like two seconds. Um, I don't know. Well, going back on uh, on the surprise of who dies, um, I was definitely I definitely thought it was going to be. I guess I can't say who I thought I was going to be. The least famous of all the people. Oh, yeah. You totally think. Yeah, like, for sure. Um, um, but all right. that's all I got. Okay. So what else do you want to talk about? Um, we're going to talk about basketball. All right. So championship and NCAA championships coming up next week. Yeah. Tomorrow's Tournament the starts. Yeah. So who, who are your number one seeds? Um, I think what we saw today, the Virginia, Cook, Carolina. And Gonzaga? Yeah, I think that's... You don't think Gonzaga losing to St. Mary's loses them a slot? No. What about the winner of the Big Ten, like Michigan, Michigan State, that's two really good teams? Is that who's playing tomorrow? Yeah. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. That's two seed. Two seed, okay. And then, no matter who wins the SEC, two seed... Who's the SEC championship? Well, it's going to be Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's going to win. They're too soon. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, it was like Florida or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. I mean, I think I kind of agree with you. And then the two seeds will probably be Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee is really good. They're going to they're gonna be pretty good in the uh, tournament. I, I, think Duke, I, do, I think Duke, I think I told you this, uh, like, I don't think they get past the Elite Eight just because of their free throw shooting. Tennessee plays Auburn. Um, you Tennessee's going to kill Auburn. You don't think what? I don't, I don't think Duke makes the Final Four. I don't either, and I agree with you because their the free throws are terrible. Although Zion, he's so And everybody wants to see Zion. You know, yeah. he's, uh, They're going to dominate in the first couple games. He's so good, and he's so much bigger... Then like, I don't mean physically bigger. I just mean as like a, as he's like a, a Charles Barkley type. Yeah, well, he's I mean, not I, like huge, but he's just so dominant. I just, I just mean like he, he plays bigger. Zion is, he's like a brand. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's made it really exciting. Like, what do you think if they wind up like, I don't know, if they wind up changing the rules and college doesn't have to do the one and dones and you miss guys like Zion. In, in college. Yeah. It sucks. What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't think they're going to change it. Oh, I think they are. I think they already said they're going to change it. They said something about changing the age limit or something for people to come in the NBA or lowering it. Um, um, all right. So that's basically what we're looking at. So right now, do you have any, you, who, who should we, who are you thinking of picking so we know who to stay away from? <laughs> I don't know. I gotta. We have to talk about this after uh, the selection show. Maybe we can do like a call-in uh, segment where we just tape it before the tournament starts and add it to our podcast next week. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta see what the matchups are. Obviously, I don't want to like, but I do like Tennessee. I like Kentucky. Um, both those. That was a great game today. Um, I, and obviously, I like Carolina. I think they're. Really good. So let's talk about that Carolina game real quick. So I went out to the Carolina bar to watch it, and um, I complained about Kobe White 
I'm probably the only person that's a Carolina fan that complains about that guy. He drives me nuts. I think that guy's awesome. I know everybody, a lot of people do, and he was great against. He misses Duke. a lot of shots, but um, he was great against Duke in their last matchup with him. But that was the worst shot. I mean, I mean that is the worst shot on the court to take. Yeah, it was a pretty bad shot. Um, especially like you're given an opportunity, like they were like. Duke could have been up by three, and then they missed the two free throws, and they had, what, ten seconds? Ten something? seconds, yeah. He doesn't call a timeout, which I I usually agree with not calling a timeout there. I think they should have called the timeout. I'm really kind of upset that they didn't call a timeout there. I think when two of the guys in the court are freshmen, I think you have to call a timeout. You know? Yeah. Um, I think... Zion not getting the ball enough in that game. Like, well, he didn't get enough tonight either. Like, I don't understand what they're doing. I mean, yeah. maybe because he was out for so long, they forgot what it was like to play with him. But in that first game, like he was so when he first came back, he was so dominant. Like that's when you go, oh, I guess we're just gonna just give this guy. The yeah. Ball. Uh, but no, the next two games they like are having a hard time getting him the ball. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's hard. It's hard to say. Uh, anything else stand out to you in in college basketball this week? Uh, How bad the Pac-12 is? Yeah, they're pretty bad. Um, I am. I'm looking forward to this Michigan Michigan State game. I'm with you there. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, what time is that game? Noon. Yeah, noon. Twelve thirty Pacific. That's like right before the selection show. Um. Yeah, the last two games that game that game in Cincinnati, Houston, the SEC is at ten. Um, what about uh, Houston's a pretty good team? Yeah, I don't know. They've, they only have two losses. Yeah, they're pretty good. I don't know what. I don't think they've played too many. They must teams, not have because they haven't lost but, outside their conference. But. Uh, is there anyone notably that they beat? Not that I'm seeing. They do. They do. They do have a really good team, though. I've seen them play a couple times. Yeah, they they've only played the they've only played three ranked teams, and they're it's all the time Cincinnati was ranked. So no, and uh, they did beat Cincinnati last time they played. They beat them both times. So. Alright. Um, Third time's a charm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's exciting. It's good. Uh, NBA. So we were talking about the Russell Westbrook stuff, which I think is really interesting to talk about. And so basically what happened is um, this guy told Russell Westbrook that he should get on his knees like he's used to. And he turns around and he's like, that's it. Which was, like, so stupid. I was saying, like, you spend so much money for those floor seats. Like, just enjoy the experience. Yeah. Root on the team. You don't have to yell at the players. So. Just because you pay that amount of money doesn't give you the other game. Right. So Westbrook turns around and says, I will I will fuck you up, you and your wife. Yeah. I'll kill you. On everything I believe in, I will kill you and your wife. And you're like. That's probably not the best response either. No, I'm not saying he was in the high. I understand. No one told you to that. But, like, yeah. um, 
this guy wound up doing an interview after, and it was so funny. Like I was saying, like I was, I was listening to some people talk about it, and they're like, he the more he talked in this interview, the bigger like of a hole he was like digging for himself. Or he started off like I didn't even. He's one of the greats. So I was just talking back, you know. And I thought it was cool that he was even talking to me. I don't know why he had to go so far. I was, you know, and then um, they so they find the guy. They ban him. Um, but before they ban him, they go on like oh, this is what's this is what's great about like life. They go on. How, how can they police a guy being banned? I don't know. It's a good question. Like, do they have like a facial recognition thing in there? There has to be something like that because how else are they finding these people? So like. What this led to was another guy getting banned for life from Utah uh, for calling Russell Westbrook boy over and over. And there was a video of that that came out. And Westbrook was like, you know, he's having they're, good, racist. they're having fun back and forth, you know, whatever. And the guy's like, give me a boy. Go get him, boy. You know, like that. Like, yeah. it's clearly... A racial. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't call me boy. And he goes, he grabs the... This is like well, during warm-ups. And he yeah. calls over the usher and he's like, you see this guy? I don't, you know, why, why don't you keep an eye on this guy? Whatever he says, he can't hear. Um, but that was over a year ago. And they went back and found that guy and banned him too. So they must have a way of doing this. But the thing with the guy that got caught uh, this week, the guy that got banned f- f- first... <laughs> the first asshole. Uh, he like as soon as he like kind of made a big deal about it. Like he, I don't know why Siri wanted to answer that. As soon as he started to make a big deal about it, people started like obviously going into his social media, and he, there's a lot of a lot of right wing conspiracy sketchball stuff. And they say, oh, he's a Trump supporter. Of course he is. Um, <laughs> And so, Which like, has nothing to do with anything, but now, people are just like finding it. Yeah, but it, it you say it doesn't have anything to do with anything, but it also does because it informs where some of his, his, some of his retweets and stuff were on the more racial, right. racist policies of the current administration. And so, um, so of course he gets, dry, you know, he immediately starts deleting this <laughs> tweets, and then he like erases his like. Um, Social media, yeah, like completely. But it's too late. Everybody's already got you because where everybody's gonna, everyone's gonna find you and get you no matter what. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you don't have a bad history on your social media. No, I don't post that much stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe that's that, that's my no, big for argument. Yeah, I don't you, post that much stuff. You post some stuff. Yeah, you want to go through my social media? You can tell me how many things I post. But I, I will say, I don't think I've ever seen anything you post anything that would probably get you in trouble somewhere down the road um now if you were like 13 you think you would possibly have said some stupid things probably (laughs) yeah me too so i'm like really glad that social media came around when we were like older um but yeah like but i love it like so this guy's like our age or maybe he's probably a little younger and just looks older because he's um i don't know it's under the table because he's like in utah but um, it's like it, I don't know. I, I love when that stuff comes when people like do it. I like guess just a quick dive on you and find out all the heinous yeah. stuff you've been saying. Um, anyway, so that was the big that was the big NBA news. I guess this this stretch of the NBA season sucks. Yeah, because everybody's. I mean, unless 
like the eight seed in the East gets you that Charlotte Miami um, fight for to see who gets killed by Milwaukee. Like I, I don't, you know, it, um, like I think the West is the West all pretty cleared up. Or it's close, yeah. So, um, I don't know. So, like, we're just getting through this. Lakers have shut everybody down. And then we get to our three months of uh, NBA playoffs. Oh, so, I love the NBA playoffs. And I'm so excited because the, at least the first round, there's a game every night. The worst is after that, and then there's, like, a game every other night, and you're, like, jonesing. And you're watching, like, baseball highlights. And you're like, God, why can't there just be an NBA playoff game on Yeah, it looks like Clippers are in eighth spot. San Antonio's in the seventh? And Sacramento's in nine, and they are seven games back. Oh, God. Okay. Or six games back. Okay. So, it's close. What do you think about what's going on with the Lakers? Uh, in terms of... Well, they we shut talked, everybody down. We talked about this, I think, a little bit last week. Yeah. But it's cheap, but like even more has changed now. Like it's still gonna be a Lakers off season. Everyone's just gonna keep talking. Oh about yeah, it. but we'll see what happens because I don't know if I'm if LeBron has the cachet to get people over here that they thought he does. That's okay. Happen. All right. Who do you think comes? Anthony Davis. I think I'm telling you. I I said this last week. I think Kyrie Irving winds up coming. Although apparently the Celtics had this like flight, and he or maybe we talked about this last week, and and he gave a big speech, he did and now they're pl- big speech. Yeah, about how he, uh, he was being an asshole. How was a douche. And, uh, yeah, and like you know he wants to be on the team, and sorry for all the distractions, and and everyone was like said that it. Yeah, well they've been winning since. Yeah. So um, prediction right now: Who do you have coming out of the East and West? Warriors, Warriors, and uh, hmm. the East is tough because we bet Celtics. Well, it doesn't mean I we... still think Celtics could win, but Me too. I think Toronto is my pick. Okay, Toronto's my pick. Yeah, when they're healthy, they're tough. I, I'm 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 sticking Milwaukee. I just don't think there's anyone who can match up with the freak. Um, that's great. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. All right, we'll have a shortened podcast uh, yeah. this week. Not that, you know, well, there's not that much happening. Dude, Triple Frontier was such a such a lame movie. There's not like yeah. even there's not even a lot to make fun of. It's just like, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, next week we do uh, us. Oh yeah. Well, we'll see because if we're gonna do the, the tournament, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do us next weekend. And we will tournament. do we we can fit in the Arrested Development stuff. I'll try to watch a couple of those. And uh... why don't you read up about Democrats and in yeah, Jews? All right. Well, uh... hopefully next week we should go out to have like fried chicken before <laughs> something else that's really going to make us like <laughs> exhausted. Yeah. Have pancakes. All right. Thanks for coming up there, pal. Yeah.